Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Let me tell you, as I welcome you to the Tuesday edition of Drive, quite a few people have asked me, Pete, what's that music, that theme song for your program? And I said, well, it's a one-hit wonder classic from the late 1970s. And it's by Sniff and the Tears, and it's called Driver's Seat. So there you go. I think it's a great song. Very, very bouncy. I saw the lead my panel operator just bouncing around as well to that track was recorded well before he was born, let me tell you. A big show coming up between now and six uh, here. Drive with Peter Vlahos, all thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre where you get the right tool from the start. Rodney Rocketeed is going to join us uh, very shortly. Of course, Rocket coached the Sydney Swans for seven seasons. His first year, he took over from Ronald Dale Barassi, a big name at the SCG. And then Rodney Ede went there in 1996 and took the Sydney Swans in his first season to an AFL grand final. But they got beaten by the Wayne Carey-led North Melbourne by some 43 points. And he never quite got there again with Sydney. The following year, they slipped to sixth. Then they went back up to third, but never got back to an AFL grand final. So we'll talk to Rodney Ede about Sydney. That experience back in 1996. We'll also touch uh, with Rodney about what's happening at Fremantle. I was talking to him off air earlier today, and he can't believe the exodus at Frio. Uh, Darcy Tucker has asked uh, today to be traded out, supposedly to North Melbourne, on the back end of Griffin Logue, on the back end of Rory Lobb. I feel sorry for Connor Blakely, who today was told that his contract would not be renewed many years ago. Uh, Connor Blakely was part of the Fremantle Dockers midfield. I've got a bit of a spot, soft spot for the Blakeleys because I know his dad very well, Mark. And it's disappointing that Connor Blakely's career at the Fremantle Football Club has come to an end, even though he's basically occupied himself with Peel Thunder in recent seasons, hasn't been able to come a regular. So uh, bad luck there to Connor Blakely. And also Joel Weston has uh, been told today his contract won't be renewed. Saw Joel actually play for Peel Thunder in the first semi-final against Claremont uh, at the weekend. Of course, that semi-final, which uh, Claremont won very comprehensively. And they'll take on East Fremantle uh, this Sunday at East Fremantle Oval. And Billy Monaghan, the coach of East Fremantle, is going to join us a bit later on as well. But let's have a look at some of the AFL news that has transpired. And Gillian McLaughlin has revealed today, the outgoing CEO of the AFL, that he's weighing up the idea of an NRL-style magic round for 2023. Now, McLaughlin says multiple states are vying to host an entire round of games in 2023, similar to that seen in Brisbane for the NRL. So they're looking at the NRL footprint and think themselves, yeah, I reckon it could work in the AFL. Gellin, it'll work big time. If it works in the NRL, it's going to work in the AFL. Now, you've taken ideas from all these different sports, all these different codes, 
and brought them under the umbrella of the AFL. A couple of the ideas that you had in your time, like AFLX and whatever, didn't work. But the let me tell you, the magic round would work. It would start on Thursday night. There'd be two games back-to-back on a Friday, and then you play the other games right across Saturday and Sunday. It would work. And I know that Roger Cook, who's involved with the WA Tourism, he's the minister, is already saying, we're putting our hand up here in Perth to host the Magic Round. Now, all eight games will be played, well, they have been played at Suncorp Stadium over three days and has been immensely popular with fans and players when it comes to the NRL's Magic Round. Now, the idea, if implemented, would see the AFL season increase from 23 rounds to 24 with one bye for each team and every club still would host 11 home games. So here you go. Gillam McLaughlin, his thoughts on a potential magic round as early as next season. Yeah, I did. So, so it came as an idea. We, we work with the clubs about how they want the season set up. And this year, if you recall, do you remember we played a, they played some internal practice matches and low key stuff. And then they played one proper hit out in venues with all the systems going and they just played it like a home and away game. They built it into each other and people got suspended. People got injured and it was like, so we had the, the CEOs and presidents on the back of that just before the, the opening week. And I said, well, if you're going to do it like that, why don't you, why don't you play as a home and away game? And we'll just have a very limited pre-season. Um, so there was not a no. So the team have gone off and explored all of that. And now we've got multiple states interested in doing it. And it got to the point where three states say, yeah, we'll do it. We'll move. We'd love to have all nine games in this market. All, you know, our... You know, the members in each state still get their 11 home games and it's an additional one and we can come together as an industry and for whether it's, you know, whether it's in whatever state would be, it would have a different, would it have a different logic? And um, yesterday we got a tick to go and say, yeah, okay, now we can start drilling into the, you know, we brief the clubs where we're at and what it would mean in a marketing sense, a financial sense, what a logistical sense. And so now uh, we're working through that with the clubs and, you know, importantly the footy department's also talked about the clubs there, you know, what it, what it might mean for members and others. And we'll see where we get to. We'll probably do it over the next two or three weeks, but it'd be a, be a big thing. School holidays, the right window for it? I think. The, 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 what they've been notionally talking about is somewhere around we get the season out of the blocks well and strong and maybe around sort of five-ish, um, second half of, of April, it's school holidays nationally. And people could set that up, go away with their families and, and work around that sort of weekend if that if that was their inclination. Double headers, triple headers? Triple headers is what was sort of in, in some venues, yeah. I mean, you depending on where, but if you're in, in, um, in say, South Australia, um, there's one venue, really, and you'd have to really make it work. And that, you know, you'd have a carnival. Um, if you're in Sydney, there's a couple of venues. If you're in Perth, there's really one. So it depends on where, but, you know, I think wherever you are, there's contemplation of sort of triple headers. And next season, is that the likely outcome? That's what we're looking at, yeah. yeah a lot of work exciting. to do. I mean, my team have been sitting around doing not much, so they're <laughs> looking for stuff to do. So there you go, Gillam McLaughlin on Waitley this morning uh, in Melbourne regarding the magic round. Don't put it in Melbourne. You've got to either go to Perth, Adelaide, Sydney or Brisbane. That's where it needs to go. And the more I think about it, the more I think they'll take it away from an AFL state. There you go. There's my early prediction. I reckon it could go to Sydney because they need a bit of traction in Western Sydney, or they might take it to Brisbane because they need a bit more traction with the Gold Coast. 
So if I was predicting a magic round for 2023, won't be in Melbourne. I think Perth would would struggle together with Adelaide to get it. And I think for the promotion that had happened and the fact that you would have perceivably four days of AFL football, nine games staged over the four days, I think it will go to a non-AFL state. And I was putting uh, my two bobs worth. I reckon it will be Sydney or Brisbane next year. So I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Give us uh, a yell on the Tempera Bedshed text line 0487 736 736. Uh, of course, Bedshed are the experts in temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. Check out the range of temper products in store or visit bedshed.com.au. Or the Scarborough Toyota open line, free to take your calls, 13 12 55. Went and saw Ben Dalgleish, the dealer principal at Scarborough Toyota today. He's on his way uh, as a guest of SEN to the AFL Grand Final on Thursday. So uh, have a great time. Benny, who's a North Melbourne supporter, but he's going to go there and enjoy the Grand Final. Let's have it's a beauty between Geelong and uh, also the Sydney Swans. The other thing regarding the Sydney Swans, big news today, and we can bring you this update, thanks to Tyre Power, buy three and get one free on selected Kumo passenger car and SUV tyres at Tyre Power. The confirmation that Lance Franklin's deal is a big deal for the Sydney Swans. He's uh, extended his contract by another year, and uh, at the moment he's played 340 games, kicked 1,047 goals. He's put himself fifth on the AFL all-time list, and he'll be in his sixth grand final with the first two resulting in Hawthorne premierships. Franklin has played in two losing grand finals at the Swans, but that is about the only prize missing from his 158 games with Sydney. Here he is, just a snippet on why he recommitted to the Sydney Swans. Yeah, I just thought the, the time was right to, to come out. Obviously, we've got the grand final this week. There's going to be a lot of speculation. Oh, is he going to go on? I just wanted to make this about, about the boys. And this is a huge game for us. Um, me and Jacinta and my family, we came to the decision that we, we wanted to stay in Sydney. Um, it was a lot, obviously a, a long process to come to that decision. Um, I wasn't sure whether I was going to go on. Um, but I've come to the, the decision that I've still got the passion, love the game. Um, in, in, I've enjoyed every minute of sorry, mate. Enjoyed every minute of um, of this year. Um, we've got such an exciting group here, and um, to go on another year is just a no-brainer for me. Yeah, there you go, Lance Buddy Franklin committing to another year. They've sorted out the Sydney Swans, and uh, Buddy, the boy from Darren in Western Australia, that went to Perth, played Colts, and of course from there. He was plucked as a young boy, went to Hawthorne and the Sydney Swans. Let's go to the Scarborough Toyota open line. 13 12 55 is the number. Can we go to Melbourne? And Roy joins us. Hello, Roy. How are you going? Yeah, g'day, Pete. How are we? Good. Has the, right, bus, has the bus started about AFL Grand Final in Melbourne yet? Uh, it's, all, it's, all, it's all over. It's like I've got people going around putting white and blue streamers everywhere. Yeah, and of course the Sydney crowd, the old uh, South Melbourne blood supporters, have they shown their colours yeah, apparently- yet? Yeah, of course. Uh, apparently it's um, a first time, uh, first time since uh, they've all they, they've actually met in the grand final. It's fun. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mate, what do you want to have a chat about? Exhibition games, are you? Um, yeah, want to have a chat about exhibition games. I want to just a conversation start at, um, before Lisa gets on the open line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, with the with the uh, when they went to Shanghai, when they went to London, do you reckon there's going to be a chance that they go um, out out of Australia again, uh, or is COVID uh, or is the COVID um, mm. situation made that a bit harder for the AFL? I don't know what they're trying to get out of it, really. Uh, you know, they go to Shanghai to promote the game, and all the expats got there. They went to South Africa. All the expats went there. Um, I don't think – it's not worth the money. It is a huge investment by the AFL to go to those sort of places. And in the end, can I say, people can watch the AFL now. They don't need to go to those areas to promote it. If they get the television deal done, pay TV – AFL is shown in the United States and various other parts of the world. That's enough. Let's just develop our Indigenous football code here in Australia to make sure it can be better than it was the previous season, Roy. So I think that was an experiment that failed when they went to China and when they went to South Africa. If it was successful, they would have persevered with it. It cost them too much money and didn't get the return on investment that they were hoping for. And as I said, now with pay TV... Uh, like the grand final will be shown on various uh, cable networks right around the world. And I reckon that's the best advertisement overseas for AFL footy. Good on you, Roy. Thanks for the call, mate. And uh, we'll keep in touch uh, here on SEN with yourself. I know you're a great listener and we appreciate your uh, support. It's uh, 13 past five. We'll take a break. By the way, uh, Roy reckons that Tom Papley will kick the first goal. Jeremy Cameron, the Norm Smith and the Cats by 19 points. If you've got a selection for the grand final, uh, send it through on the temperate bedshed. Text line 0487 736 736 13 past 5.